Welcome to our fifth episode of Mouse Ears Required, our Disney podcast and our countdown to our January 2022. On everyone and welcome back to another episode of ours, another week, another show, another eventful, hopefully 20 minutes or so of your life. Um, on this episode, we're going to go over... Music! Music. We're going to switch it up a little bit and do something a little bit different, still Disney oriented, but um, get a little bit away from the park slightly. Um, and just cover other things. How's your day going, Abigail? It's good. I got my second vaccine yesterday and I'm a little bit sore, but I feel like one step closer to, I don't know, freedom in a sense and some some normalcy in our lives. So I'm excited and Tim and I are just kind of hanging out, taking it easy today, but making sure to get this in so you guys can have a new episode tomorrow. Indeed. I'm trying to convince... A lovely wife here to get two bedrooms, so we have a podcast room. That's how I'm going to sell it now. Oh, okay. Um, that's new. Uh, news breaking. Um, but cool. Moving forward, we're going to go over our favorite soundtracks from Disney classics, movies, and new movies. Um, the way that we're going to run it down is we both have a top five, um, and we will go over them. And so, what a better way to start than to have Abby start it? So go, Abby. We'll start with five. Okay. I was just going to ask, are we going one to five or five to one? The countdown is on. So the number five soundtrack for me is going to be Beauty and the Beast. And I actually kind of had to think this one over whether it was going to be the classic or the live action one. And I think they're both pretty good. A lot of them have the same songs. But I actually even like some of the new songs in the live action one. So just Beauty and the Beast, either one. Soundtracks are awesome. I just think for me when I was thinking about what my favorite soundtracks were, it was which ones do I know all of the words to and enjoy singing the songs to and just if I went to Disney karaoke which movies would I pick from and this would definitely be one of them what do you think about Beauty and the Beast it's okay it's a good one <laughs> uh, I mean it's fine um I think your standards for top five are a lot different than mine um I think it goes to show us as in a relationship as well Abby's the very cognitive based um and, and process-oriented decisions. Um, with mine, you'll see it's kind of all over the place. It's a lot about feelings and memories that these songs bring up for me or whatever have you. Um, we'll learn as we go, but it's not as straight cut and forward as Abby's is, I feel like, which is good, because then they're not the same, which is amazing. Spoiler alert, we don't have any in our top five that are the same, which is which is kind of cool. Um, good one. One. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, no. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. See, I thought I, we had one. Jeez. We thought, nope, none. <laughs> um, so we're going to start with my fifth one. And my fifth one is Cinderella. Um, reason for this one is it's tied to a lot of memories. My sister really liked the movie. I really liked the movie when I was a kid. Um, the mice are great. They make me happy. And everything <laughs> that Gus they... Gus. <laughs> exactly. Gus Gus is kind of what Nala is starting to look like. Nala is one of our dogs, for those that don't know. Um, but... It just makes me happy and like Cinderella, Cinderella is like constantly going through my head all the time. Um, and it just makes me happy. This one was more of a feel good. Um, I feel like this is one of the first Disney movies that my brain processed that they were singing. Um, I feel like going back and watching a lot of the older Disney movies as an adult, I didn't recognize how much singing was involved as a kid. Um, it's kind of a weird thing that happened to me. So this one is kind of the OG pick, Nala, side and disbelief um so that's my fifth one we'll go to number four abigail okay so number four for me is mary poppins the original 
um, with Julie Andrews in it and Dick Van Dyke. I absolutely love that movie. I think that, for me, that's a nostalgic thing. It's a movie I used to watch with my dad, and I just think there... I don't know in my head if there are more iconic classic movie songs than like Chim Chimery and some other say even Tim singing so I think for me like him with Cinderella and remember watching it with his sister I remember watching this with my dad and just really loving the songs and how they kind of made the movie which was awesome and still to this day when they start singing them it's so easy to just like catch on and sing along and they make you happy and just give you that that magical feeling, but that's my number four pick. What's yours, number four? Well, lady, stop jumping the gun. We gotta talk about yours still. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a good one. Um, oh, yes. I think it would have maybe been in my top five, but for some reason, my my uh, brain doesn't process that as a Disney movie, even though I know it is. It's just not because it's not animated. It's not animated. Well, some of it is, but oh yeah. Um, yeah, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good one. It's one I watched a ton and sung a ton. It's just not Disney enough for me for my top five, I think. Okay. So, that's my thoughts. Um, my number four is going to be Up. Um, I like Up for a completely different reason. Um, I like Up because of its theatrical, um, lyricless songs, if you will. I feel like the play script for it did a really good job of balancing and making the scene scenes seem more logical or extravagant or um, whatever the feeling was needed for that scene. I feel like the music added to it a lot. The um, score. The scores, exactly. They did a really good job with it. And I feel like Disney normally does. Um, but I feel with Up, it was just, it just added to the movie. If the movie didn't have good scores or great scores, because that's what they are, it wouldn't be the same. And it's a soundtrack that I find myself listening to just to listen to and have in the background if I'm you know doing homework from back in the day um, or I'm just working at work a lot of times I'll throw it on because it doesn't distract me but it's great and I enjoy it and it kind of shows um, the vast range that Disney does have both movies and music so that is my pick before we go to number three the top three if you will um, I suggest you let me know what you think we do our honorable mentions we okay. each have one honorable mention. I'll let the Abigail go first. Okay. Okay, so my honorable mention is going to be Pocahontas. I I don't feel like I really loved this movie until recently. And then in the past like year or two, I just find myself randomly putting it on, whether it be when I'm getting ready for work in the morning or I'm getting ready for bed and just throwing it on and really loving the music that's in this movie. I just think it's so to use a word that Tim used, like, dramatic. It really adds to the movie and really tells an additional story on top of it, which, of course, all Disney songs do. But this one just really hits home for me nowadays. It didn't make it into my top five just because I feel like it's a new one to me. Um, not because the movie's new, but just, like, a new movie connection for me to have with a Disney movie. I think that's one my sister really enjoyed um, as well. So I grew up on that one a lot. Uh, and I agree. I think the music, I think, um, of the original-ish Disney movies, um, the OG style ones, I feel like that one has the most emotional connection for me in watching like the story, if that makes sense. Um, especially now as an adult. But even as a kid, it just hit different. Um, but my honorable mention 
is Aladdin. Um, I wrote out the six that came to my head that I thought should be in my top five. Got to get rid of one. Abby had Aladdin in hers. Spoiler alert. Um, spoiler alert. I apologize. Um, but I don't think it would have made my top five anyway, even if it hadn't. Um, it's a good play script. It's a good movie. I enjoy it. Um, I just don't find myself enjoying it as much as the other five. So that's a pretty short answer, but that's why it's not in there. But I think it is worth mentioning for sure. What's up next? Number three? Number three? Top three. Okay, so my number three is Princess and the Frog. I love Princess and the Frog. I love that it's based in New Orleans. I love the jazz type flair that the New Orleans... Uh, location brings to this movie so I really like the music in it and I just think it has some pretty iconic songs but it's one of those movies that you don't hear about a lot I don't know if it came out too close to something else I was just reading something the other day about how Big Hero 6 doesn't really get remembered because it came out so closely to Frozen which is also like a Disney hidden gem and I'm wondering if Princess and the Frog also came out close to something else and that's why you don't hear about it as much I know they just added Tiana to the princesses at Disney so I mean in the past like five years so that was a good ad but it just doesn't give get the recognition I feel like some other recent princess movies get and I think the music in this one is amazing it's just so good and I love the gator and I love the jazz and it just has some hidden gem music, amazing songs in it. For sure. I think I think it hasn't been real big of me because I didn't watch it a ton. But I now that I'm older and I've watched it a bunch because you like it, um, I really enjoy it. I think a big reason, excuse me, I think a big reason it isn't as popular. Um, I think it came out, this is my personal opinion, but I think it came out before certain people were ready for it and accepting of it and they took like an original Disney-esque storyline and put um, these cool modern uh, twists and and diverse twists and just all these different things that unfortunately I just don't think was ready at the time Um, but I think I think it's a great movie and I enjoy it I'm happy that they did it I'm happy you made me watch it because like you kind of said like I didn't even know it existed I kind of forgot about it so yeah um, and now they're changing Splash Mountain to be it so I think it'll be more present at the Disney parks maybe bringing more notoriety (laughs) to the movie sorry we just watched uh one of our dogs tried to like maneuver over Tim on the couch and she was on the struggle. (laughs) Um, Moving forward though, my number three is going to be, uh, I guess, the first Disney movie that I liked that wasn't like forced upon me. It was like one of the newer movies of my young adulthood and that's Toy Story. I was rather young when it came out. Not that the other ones are forced upon me, but Toy Story is the first real movie that I remember uh, me saying, I want to see this on my own. Um, and there's just, uh, again, it is a just dramatic flair to the music. I still enjoy singing a lot of it. It's not as prevalent as some of these other movies are, but they just stay in your head. They're one of those songs like, uh, You Got a Friend in Me. Um, it's just the soundtrack is just will always be tied to my childhood, and I've always enjoyed it. Um, the movie's a great movie. Low-key kind of wish they would stop making more of them. Because I enjoy the old ones a lot, and I feel like... But there's one more coming. I know, and I'm excited for it, and I will watch it, which is why they're doing it. But um, the original is just the best for me, and it was just such a cool idea um, that I feel like every kid goes through and is like, 
imagining if their toys had come to life. Um, so once again, I think Disney killed it on that one. Um, you ready for your, your top two? Yes, I'm ready for my top two, but your top three was my eighth grade clarinet concert piece. I played You've Got a Friend of Me on the clarinet. I'll have my mom dig through some archives to pull that sure. out. Sure, so that we got can, it on the ready. <laughs> we can share that with everyone and show off my, um, my musical skills. So I also feel like I have an attachment to that movie and that yeah. soundtrack as well. It just makes me happy. I haven't watched it in a while. We'll probably watch it now and that we're talking about it. Um, Switching it up, I'll do my number two first. Okay. Because uh, we kind of have talked about it before. Um, I don't feel like it'll be very lengthy, but I still love the uh, ever-loving you-know-what out of it. But it's Coco, um, that soundtrack. Not only is it one of my favorite soundtracks, um, it's one of my favorite like musical albums in general. Like It doesn't have to be just for soundtracks. I just enjoy it. Um, Coco it went really, really diverse. Um, and they they expanded not just culturally um, what Disney does, but they expanded the range of music and the way it goes. And I actually enjoy the uh, Spanish versions of the songs a little bit better um, than the English. Um, I just really enjoy it. I think it's a really wholesome story. I think it's Disney really opening up their targeted uh, audience a lot. Um, whether that was intentional or not, I feel like that movie hits for everyone um, on different levels. And that's kind of what always the Disney always does, but I feel like this one uh, is just more oriented for adults that has undertones that kids will enjoy, whereas I feel like most Disney movies and soundtracks have um, have their, their target being the kids of undertones that the adults enjoy. So that's my number two. I think that's a good one. I feel like we listened to that album over and over and over again once that movie came out. We just really loved it and I was addicted to that movie for the colors alone so it was a good it was a good one that we were both happy putting on repeat which Tim doesn't always let me do because I have those comfort movies and this was definitely one of them for a while but I don't think he was as tortured by it as some of the other ones that I throw on over and over and over again but my number two which Tim already told you guys is Aladdin I love this movie I think it was um, one that came out when I was little that I remember really wanting to see and was definitely a comfort movie for me as a kid. I liked the fact that they now have the live action remake of it and I like the songs, the original songs and the new version of them. Even if it's um, a new song or a song redone, I think they did a really good job with that point of it. But Again, this is one for me where I can throw it onto the car and I'm that annoying person next to you at a stoplight that's just like belting out the lyrics to Aladdin in the car and really <laughs> enjoying myself whatever key I'm singing in, which I'm sure isn't the right one. So this is definitely a top one for me and would definitely be a top karaoke choice if I ever went to Disney karaoke. For sure. I think your rationale there kind of ties into my number one. Uh, my number one is Lion King Shocker. I know we talk about it every week. I think if I were to do karaoke, which I would never, um, but if I were, the only ones I would be comfortable singing are the Lion King soundtrack. Coco, maybe, because I just subconsciously know, but Lion King, I'm pretty confident in. Um, would you do the screaming part at the beginning of Coco where he does like his mating no, call? No, absolutely not. My <laughs> voice is far too deep for that. Um, but no, I enjoy Lion King. I feel like Lion King, my earliest memories in general are Lion King, like not even Disney related. So 
that's what I remember. Um, my aunt I saw this weekend. She um, still calls me to moan. We still talk about those wonderful Saturn car trips with their automatic seatbelts that we talked about this weekend oh, as yeah. well. <laughs> um, and just the journey that the Lion King is. Um, I just I just really enjoy it. I think it was the new age starting, and I think that says a lot about it. But you can't really go wrong. Um, I could probably switch up my top five four times over, but right now this is my top five. I think that was the hardest for me is like putting them in an order because for one reason or another, I felt like they all could have been flipped or flopped around so that they were in this great order. But um, my number one is going to be Mulan. And Tim kind of looked at me funny when I said that this was in my top five, but I love the music in Mulan. I just think it's motivational like if I were going to (laughs) run a race which I'm doing in the near future this would be on my soundtrack the you know um defeat the hun song and I am just I'm from Pittsburgh originally so I've been team Christina pretty much my whole life and the fact that she sings in the soundtrack is just another nod to how much I like it and I just think it's another culturally diverse soundtrack that really opened a different culture in the Disney movies and was really cool to see and the characters were great. This one unfortunately I don't love the live action remake as much of because I think it is missing some of these song pieces and the comedic relief that was brought to it by some of the characters that aren't in the live action one so that made me kind of sad but the OG Mulan soundtrack is definitely top of the list for me. Um, I don't know if it's a karaoke thing, but just I love the music when it comes on. It's just exciting to me and evokes those emotions of, you know, being there and, you know, feeling like you're a part of the action or you start randomly doing like kicks and swings in the middle of your living room because you're going to defeat the Huns and all this other stuff. And Tim's looking at me funny, but I just feel like when it comes on, I get... I get that motivation to do those things, and that's why it's great to me. It's bizarre to me that you have all this motivation and energy to fight, but it's the movie you go to sleep to 90% of the time. Yes. Motivates it is you a comfort right movie. to sleep. Right to sleep. Because I know what's happening. That's what's nice about comfort movies is, like, I don't necessarily have to have my eyes open because I can see all of it happening with my eyes closed because I've seen it so many times, and I don't feel like I have to watch it to know what's coming next. Teach their own, teach their own. Um, I think that's one of the cool things that I, I've noticed here is that by us being the age that we are, we really had the prime opportunity to see Disney grow um, culturally, is what we keep talking about. Um, and I think it's really cool, and it, it brings a new breath to Disney that wasn't necessarily there. Um, I think there's a place for everything, and I think that's one of the cool things about Disney, is that they're continuing to grow and expand even against people being reluctant about it for whatever reasons they have. Um, I think it's kind of cool that they're pushing on and and growing this conglomerate that they have. Um, And that's why we're here, I guess, ultimately. Um, Yeah, just more of that inclusivity by all of these cultures being represented in different movies and different rides and things in the park just makes everybody feel like when they go to the parks, they see somebody that looks like them or, you know, has had an experience that they have and makes it just all the more personal. And you want that personal touch. That's what we go to Disney for is that personal touch that they're just known for and making you feel special in the parks when we 
were talking about this episode and like what music we wanted to talk about and we ultimately ended up going with the movies I even said to Tim like it's not just the movies there's music all throughout Disney whether it's you know even when the Disney commercial comes on it's like my ears kind of perk up because I hear the music of that commercial and I know what commercial it is and what they're advertising and it's kind of the same when you go to the parks you know when you hear certain music from different cues or different parks and things like that it just adds another element of magic to that piece of your experience for sure for sure uh one thing one note i want to say is that we're gonna put up abby doesn't know this yet but we're gonna put up um on our instagram uh a post about topic suggestions we have a laundry list of stuff um now that we're actually having people listen to this so thank you um if there's stuff that you want to hear us talk about or you'd be curious to um just drop it in the comments there or dm us or email us and abby will go over all that for the labels for them all but um yeah just give some insight on what you want to hear what you don't like what you do like whatever the case may be um and we should have that on our instagram by the time this posts tomorrow because it's relatively simple but yeah we're just trying to get some involvement and see see what you all want to hear what topics and feedback we've also had some friends reach out to us about coming on as some guest hosts so just as some upcoming episode we do have some friends heading to the parks in the next few months that we're going to have on to talk about their experience just going during this time and some different aspects of that um we have some friends that are going that are all adults so just hearing that they are still going as a family but they're all over the age of 21 so i consider them all adults and they'll be going as a family of five and just kind of what it's like for them you know they've been going all together all their lives and just to kind of hear what those trips are like and then we have a friend that's going a little bit later on and she and her husband are taking their two younger girls so just to hear those difference in the experiences and what it was like and how you know kind of how they get prepared and then how their experiences while they're there so it'll be exciting to hear you know not just me and Tim every week we are going to try to pull in some of our Disney loving family members and friends to talk to them as well that's right that's right I think that's it for this week Kathy you suggested that we keep it a little bit shorter I think we did a good job this week how long we go Uh, Tim times us every week, you know, so I don't talk too much. About 18 minutes right now. All right, so Kathy said our episodes need to be around 20 minutes. So Kathy, who's driving in the car right now to come and visit us, and we're super excited to see her. We'll be proud to hear that we followed her advice. So any feedback, comments, questions, please feel free to throw them at us. We're more than happy to take them. We just want to make this podcast better for y'all so that you enjoy listening to it just as much as we enjoy doing it. So if you want to reach out to us, our Instagram is mouseearsrec, R-E-Q. That's our Instagram handle. And then our email is mouseearsrequired at mail.com. So either one of those avenues. And like Tim said, I'll get a survey up there on the Insta so you guys can reply back to let us know some topics that you'd like to hear in our next few episodes. So, you know, maybe Tim and I don't have to think as hard on Saturday and Sundays about something that we want to talk about. And maybe it's something that you're a little bit more interested in hearing about. For sure. Awesome. Thanks, y'all. 